3: going on everybody good evening welcome back to the six rings game show uh it was a pleasure joined now uh every every wednesday night baby at 8 30 p.m here by uh my uh talented partners here vish danny gillette and of course the legend larry Bluestein. what's going on fellas? how you guys doing tonight
4: good good how are you been
3: uh you know i'm doing all right man i'm doing i'm a little sore as you as some of you know but uh i'm doing good i'm doing yeah good
4: great week it was a great week and uh, continues to be and uh miami continues to peg the meter when it comes to recruiting and everybody's finally excited this time of year and not pointing fingers at why miami's losing the kids to alabama and ohio state and oh, yeah. And so that's a and there's more on the way i know that uh, danny's gonna fill us in on some of those guys and fish as well so i'm i'm excited i'm excited to the kids that they're getting uh, you know they're nobody. They're nobody's castoffs. Uh, they're everybody's uh, priority, and that's it's about time.
3: As uh, as our good our good friend here, Ferdy Tapia said, it's a great time to be a uh, Miami Hurricanes fan because uh, the momentum is hot right now. Uh, they're doing a, an amazing job. Mario Cristobal and the whole staff are doing an absolutely incredible job um, on the recruiting trail.
1: Yeah, and it's good we're not we're not rationalizing failure anymore we're actually succeeding yeah. on the recruit as always Here's well the thing. you know we we want we want the kids that really want to be a cane your job is to convince the high level talent to want to be a If you can't do right. that you're not doing yeah. your job so it's always like well they didn't want to be here we need to we need to get you know people that really want to be here it's like no you need the good people to want to be here like not
3: only like, are we getting the, the good people world. but we're beating Alabama and Ohio State and Georgia for them, okay, and the Florida Gators, right? Because we've been known to 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 lose a couple to them recently as well. So um, that's huge, man. It's huge what we're doing. Obviously, we'll talk we'll talk a lot about we'll talk a lot about yeah. and, uh, some of the guys that committed recently. But
1: uh, yeah, and it's especially stuff. you know Florida also has a new coaching staff, and they should have that same energy and momentum, and they do not.
3: No, they're going, <laughs> so, they're going the opposite way. It's
1: one thing where Florida State's got dead men walking over there who can't make a bowl game, and they're just like trying to and, save. And, and they just and had Rusted a five-star
3: quarterback decommit as well. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, like they're Spartans. they're
1: clearly in this mode of you know it's too expensive to fire him. Let's just ride this. No one actually thinks he's going to turn that around. So, but Florida, you know, they got their new guy in there. This is the guy that's supposed to bring their program back, and yeah. Mario's stomping him everywhere. So that can't be, feel good for them.
3: Uh, big shout out to Rob Dukes, Supreme Goon. What's going on, fellas? Uh, Bama fans cry or we not done yet. Yeah, absolutely, man. Those are facts right there. What's up, Supreme Goon, uh, Fernie Tap. The 2023 class is going to be epic and the 2024 class will put college football on official notice as a top class. Listen, I mean, the 2023 class might put everybody on notice yeah. as well. They're up to number seven in the country now. Hot, And even, let's put it this way, they're up to number seven in the country and I, I actually want to give the floor to Danny Gillette on this one first, because I know I, know, <laughs> I know how, how pissed off he is about it, too, because I think we're all kind of upset as Canes fans. What the hell is going on with these rankings, right? We're number seven in the country now in um, in recruiting. Uh, and even with that, right, even with Jayden Wayne committing, he was a five star, literally right after he committed, he dropped a star. Danny, what the hell is going on with these
2: rankings, man? look i could dedicate a whole show to my distaste for the ranking process and how terrible some of these ranking uh people are but i will take the high road and just say that i really don't think some of these guys are evaluating talent it's really weird you take a look you know some kid will commit to miami and he'll go from five stars to four stars some three star will go to five stars just because he he committed to alabama you know it's crazy Makes me question the validity of the rankings, and that's all I'm going to say about that because I know we got a lot more to cover on the show. Uh, <laughs>
3: um, which, by the way, before before we continue with this, we got a really special guest on uh, today. Uh, we're really excited to have uh, Nathaniel Ray Ray Joseph on. He'll be coming on in about uh, eight to ten minutes or so. At about eight forty-five, we'll definitely have him on uh, to talk a little bit about his recruitment, what's going on with um, with uh, you know with his stuff, and of course um to kind of move forward on what he sees this miami hurricanes football program doing on the recruiting trail and how they're going to use his talents as well at the next level so um but blue look we talked a little bit off air the rankings so so
1: real quick before that i do want to address this this comment so when we hired mario yes um all we heard was this guy's an amazing recruiter but he can't you'll blow games right that's what everyone told us to kind of talk down the hire Right. that's what everyone was telling us all of all of our rival fans are all like yeah but you saw when he was he only finished fifth in the country with justin herbert as if we would have a problem with fishing fifth. Right. Right but putting that to one side right that was the so now he comes out here and he does the thing that they all acknowledged he could do well which is recruits and now they're all melting down who you guys are cheating like this is oh yeah literal oh, yeah. thing you acknowledged he was great at and he's doing like i i am so fed up with this like this Oh, something's going on there. Yeah, we hired one of the best recruiters in the country. Like, what'd you think was going to happen? So I, I to me, it's like frustrating when we see like these accusations, like, oh, Johnny Reese is buying kits. No, Mario's always been a great recruiter. They knew he was when he hired him. This is, I would say this is exceeding expectations, but it wasn't out of the realm of possibilities that he'd be able to do those.
4: Yeah. Well, now, now they have another thing, is uh um, when Miami wins seven games this fall, they're going to all shake loose. And, you know, so don't count your chickens before they're hatched. And I, that's just sour grapes. People don't understand, uh, you know, that the momentum, it's not just this class, but it's the portal, it's the kids that they brought in. Uh, you know, this isn't just about this class. It's, it's about the entire team. So I don't buy, on, buy in it no more than anybody else. I mean, you look at a lot when Georgia started recruiting really well. Uh, The same thing, uh, you know, Alabama fans, especially because, I mean, come on. Alabama fans have always have something to say. I don't care if they're on top or not, but they always have something to say. You know, you won't hold on to that guy. He's going to end up coming because Nick's a better coach. So I don't listen. I just think right now Miami's basking in it. They're going to have a really, really good 2022 season. And then we're off to the races because then you're looking at 24, closing the deal on all the 23s getting getting a lot of them on campus by spring of next year uh, so the the coordinators could start you know taking hold the strength um, uh, the strength people coach fell and all those could start getting them going yeah i i'm not buying into it I, as a as somebody has followed recruiting a lot of you know a lot of years i just think that what miami's doing right now is uh, is sending a message and uh, sending a message that everything's positive uh you know i mean around there great coaching and i like i said when i talked to mario cristobal and he asked me how come all these kids that came in here in the past uh you know never got elevated and i said well because they just weren't coached up and he said that's not going to happen here so we'll see we'll take all these guys that are coming in and they're just going to get better and better and uh you know you you, you know, you were talking about Wayne. Can you imagine him working with uh, uh, Coach Taylor for a couple of weeks and see how much he improves really quickly? The kid's a freak as it is, and I just laugh when someone demotes him to a four-star. I mean, I don't go by the stars either, Danny, but, but you know what, if the guy was at uh, – I mean, you, most of these people don't even watch these kids play. I If I don't see them live, I spend like four or five hours watching each one. This kid's a beast this kid's a beast. I mean, he's, his, you know what? I mean, it's just, yeah, it, it kind of gets me, you know? And I mean, some of the guys that they've gotten so far, I think they're all proven. I mean, their tight ends are going to be nuts. I mean, just nuts. And I was watching uh, the kid uh, Williams. Uh, I was made some notes on that just watching Riley Williams. Come on. This kid <clears throat> will be in the NFL, no doubt. And he, Miami's only ever uh, uh, had one guy from Oregon uh, uh, before, and uh, his name is Bill Cichoke. He was a lo- offensive lineman from Jesuit in Portland, and I'm telling you, this kid, Central Catholic kid, um, you know, comes from the you know Portland Central Catholic. I watch him. The kid's a man child. He get he gets open in a in a hurry, and he's gone. He's gone. And uh, yeah, no, I watch these guys that they have, and and I. I wrote something today and broke down all the kids that they had in, in the class and from what I've seen and from watching live and also watching on tape. And uh, there's – jeez, I'm, I'm jumping for joy. I can't wait to get these guys in the orange and green because, I mean, just some of the things that they do are just crazy. The Both quarterbacks. And, you know, you know the way I feel about Williams, Emory Williams. But Rashada, I mean, you watch him, you watch his film for long enough and then see him and you go, whoa makes great decision, puts a ball on the on the dime, no matter if there's a pass rush or not. He steps up and eludes people. He's got great field vision. Wow. You know, I mean, they, they've done homework. I know, and everybody else has been after these guys, but uh, I've had an opportunity to watch them all. The, the Carver kid, too. I mean, I, I sat there and watched him. He's a man-child as well. A lot of people are, are kind of like pushing these guys because Miami got them, you know, into a corner, but don't do that. They, the guys that they've got are all elite kids it's backed up uh, that they've moved up 32 spots now in 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 16 days so yeah i'm i'm excited for them
3: yep uh real quick gary brings up a really good point um real quick the so first one assuming it all went down how they say maybe you should consider that on three is too new to be included in the composite why is why is he inexplicably uh, low on their site. I mean, that's that's a great point, um, Gary. I wish I understood why, because you've got other people like 247 or maybe some others, um, you know, that are ranking him a little bit higher that um, uh, I, I just don't get it. I don't know if it's because they haven't watched film. If well, I mean, I, you know, I don't know if he plays seven on seven. He is an edge guy. So what does he, you know, how, how do you kind of watch his film and how do you kind of dictate what star level he is
1: i'd also just say like they did poach a lot of people that have experience so it's not like they're not the the company and the site is new but the the actual a lot of the people that have been in the right. game a long time but uh to, to blue's point a lot of them don't go out and watch kids anyway they're 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 you know they're it's easy to to churn out ratings and drive traffic it's hard to do the work of actually scouting they're right. not signing the kids there's no consequence for missing on their star rating so for them, just, I mean, I'm in business, that's my actual job. Like the business, the, the return on investment of actually putting the work in to go watch kids and make sure your rings are accurate is nothing. So that's why all these sites are going to slap stars on there. They're going to do things like if you get, if you go to Bama, you're going to get a higher star. And that's why if you go back, this was going way back, but a couple of decades when this was a newer, newer medium of star rankings, but was still there and We were falling off. We were still the Kings, but we were falling off. And I think us locally looked at the players we were bringing in and like, these kids are not as good as the ones that they're replacing. And they were still four and five stars. Cause at that point, if you went to Miami, you're a five star. Right. And we were, and and those of us locally watching those kids were like, no, these are not five stars. But, and so now the reason Nick Shaven's a machine over there, so it becomes, you know, confirmation when Bama still kills people and then they get five stars and then it, it loops through. But when a new player like Mario gets on the scene, it completely misses because they're reliant totally on school offer drive star rating. It's not the, it's not going to games, watching kids play. Also properly evaluating level of competition. It's not easy, no. right? It's a tough job to do and you got to put in a lot of work and frankly, they they don't necessarily do it.
3: Well, I know, I know one of the biggest, one of the biggest question marks is, uh, is one of the, uh, <clears throat> is the Manning kid, right? The Arch Manning and how he's, you know, a, a five-star, and the number one player in the country, uh, on many composite boards, uh, on many, of uh, uh, I guess boards or, or, rankings. And, you know, I'm not saying he's a two-star, he's a one-star, he's terrible. But I don't think he's the number one player in the country either. So, um... Real quick, as we got uh we got uh Ray Ray uh here, but let's let's talk uh, let's give a, a, our sponsor a shout out real quick as we bring in uh, Ray Ray Joseph. Uh, let's talk about Price Picks real quick before we bring them on. Um, Price Picks is the official daily fantasy app of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Uh, make sure you're using the code five F I V E when you sign up. They will match your initial deposit up to hundred dollars. Use the code five F I V E. Uh, you don't even have to spend it all at once, which is great. You can play the NBA, the NHL, the NFL. Um, you can play so many different sports. And what's great is that you can, you can team up different teams in different sports as well. You don't have to uh, go all in one sport. Uh, you can kind of mix and match. You can pick anywhere between two and five players. All depending on how much you want to win right uh you choose their individual categories their individual basically they're the over under on the individual categories uh for each individual player and then you just watch and see how much you win uh it's simple as that make sure you go to PrizePicks.com, sign up today again use the code five f-i-v-e and they'll match your initial, initial deposit up to 100 dollars. PrizePicks.com. without further ado i think we need to bring on um this um, talented player out of well, south wow. florida
1: I think we got to bring on our prize pick. Huh. <laughs> oh, I yeah, exactly. I had to yeah. leave it. I had to go for. It. That's I'm gonna, why, I'm gonna... That's
4: why you make the big bucks, Vish, that, because that you that say exactly things like why. That.
1: <laughs> uh, <big> bucks.
3: No, <laughs> <laughs> Well, not not here. You make the big bucks elsewhere. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and bring them on uh Nathaniel Ray Ray Joseph is on the call with us now. What's going on, Ray Ray? How are you doing? Thanks for joining us. No problem.
0: I'm going I'm doing good.
3: Awesome, man. Awesome. Again, uh, we, we truly appreciate you taking a couple minutes uh, out of your day. I know you're a busy, uh, busy dude now. So uh, first of all, we wanted to congratulate you on committing to the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, but before we even get to that, definitely want to know yeah. how your summer is going as far as uh, if you're training, if you're having a good time. Right. Listen, come on now. You yeah. got to have a little bit <laughs> of time also. It's summer. So uh, yeah. I want to see how summer is going with you. Uh, not only from a from a training perspective, but what you are doing moving forward to uh, kind of get yourself ready for uh, for this season and, and, and I, I guess what's I guess your high, your last high school season as well. Talk to me a little bit about how what's how's it, how's it going right now in the summer.
0: Well, it's going good. You know, um, I've been I've been in practice already. We we already started up you know summer workouts, so I've been practicing almost the whole summer. You know, doing you know seven on sevens with my team and. But other than that, I mean, it' been it' been good. I mean, just building that that team chemistry and, and building chemistry with the, with the quarterback that we got. I mean, so the the summer been it' been great. I definitely improved on a lot of things that you know I need to work on, and I'm still improving. And you know, we getting at the tomorrow. We actually going to the beach with the team, so that'll probably be a little fun after we finish getting you know beat up with by the coach, but. We, we're, we're, I kind of make the much fun I can out of that. Lamar.
3: Those those beach workouts are fun. They're they're tough, but they're <laughs> fun. So I'm glad you get you get to hang out a little bit after. Uh Blue, you got a question for Ray Ray?
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ray Ray, thanks for joining us. And certainly, you know, I've I've known the family for a lot of years, and this is something that you've been working for all your life. And uh gonna be a five-year varsity player, uh starting with Miami Christian. Talk about your career and how you've kind of like developed and have gotten better every year? Because I remember when you first started, I mean, you had the speed, uh your route running, you were working on that. Uh, have, have you gotten, uh, let me put it this way. What do you need to work on before you get to the University of Miami next year?
0: Well, pretty much everything. I mean, it's room to improve everywhere. So, I mean, you know, I'm definitely gonna work on, you know, more blocking. I block, but I'm gonna work on more blocking and getting that more on the film, but I mean, you know, routes and, you know, exposure, everything really. I'm just go, you know, critique all the little things, you know, and work on all the little things that I need to work on, you know, and just keep, you know, getting better and better. But I mean, since eighth grade, I mean, that always been my mindset, just getting better and better. But I definitely, you know, see improvement from, you know, the time I started to now, but you know, it's only room, more room to grow. I mean, Miami Christian helped me, you know, get on the map and put me, you know, from eighth grade, you know, being able to get a head start on most of my class, you know, with that chance, and then you know, getting the Miami Edison with Coach Luke, he made it even more, you know, better for me and put me more out there, you know, far as exposure wise. But right. definitely, definitely helped me get better. You know, a receiver coach that's dedicated, that's there every day, you know, working with me every day and, and helping me get better. And I mean, that just that was the biggest, you know, uh, um, improvement with with my game. Right.
4: And you've, you know, along the way you've had, you've had a lot of role models to look up to your uncle yeah. at Northside, yeah. your cousin, Bo, who I arguably was one of the top quarterbacks at North Miami, and now Flex, who yeah. Yeah. Uh, may be starting as a running back at uh, FIU. How much did you learn from watching them uh, and, and being around them? Because I mean, you were a young kid when when yeah. Bo was playing and and certainly watched Flex at Central. Uh, how much did you learn from your from your cousins?
0: Oh, man, I learned a lot. I mean, that's that's really where it started. You know, in my uncle's backyard, we all back there running each other over and just, you know, ain't no ain't no mercy on nobody. So that's really <laughs> where it's, where it all started, you know, us just beating on each other and making us making each other tougher. So when we go out there against these other guys, it made it easy. But, I mean, just watching them, I mean, watching, you know, Flex tear it up, you know, some of the top defenses in Bay County when he was playing, it, it just you know that just always made me wanna you know do what I gotta do then you know Bo Bo did his thing every year you know so I mean just watching them guys definitely it definitely helped me because I ain't want to be that drop off anyway like you know I ain't want to be right. that missing link ah oh, his cousin and then I'm so you know my cousin they brother actually they they little yeah. brother he following behind me so yeah I saw him I saw him <laughs> yeah so it ain't no drop off we 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 gotta keep it thing rolling. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I'm going to ask you something. Uh, I was at your spring game up at Palm Beach Gardens. Uh and it, it was kind of surreal to see the Clemson coach on the sideline and coach Gaddis on the other side. Was there anything to do with coach Gaddis staying at the darn thing for like 10 hours? I mean, he was there waiting for you to play both of your mm-hmm. games. He followed every single thing that you did. Uh was that that had did that have anything to
0: do with it seeing him and how much support he was giving you? Oh man, yeah, that's that's incredible. I mean, he told me he was coming, but he definitely he definitely stayed for a long time. He <laughs> stayed as long as he could. I mean, it was I seen him at he was at, even at the second game. Then he kind of left a little bit before it ended, but he definitely stayed as long as he could. And I mean, pre pre game we was warming up. I mean, I seen Clemson in Miami. It was kind of some things. <laughs> I'm like, it's like I was sitting there like, man, I got I'm trying to figure out what's going to take to the prom. So it's like. Man, we just—I'm like, dang. So I just, you know, I had to put on a show for them. You know, I—I um, think, you know, Coach Grisham and everything from Clinton for coming down, but you know, right. Coach Gaddis and Coach Steele and them—they they definitely came out and supported and showed their presence and made sure I knew they was there.
3: That's awesome. That's awesome. I love to hear that. I love. By the way, I want to go right back real quick. Shout out to Miami Christian. I coached at Miami Christian. I coached baseball at Miami Christian. So it's been been a minute, but uh, Coach Cozy and him (laughs) over there. I love. uh, I love uh, uh, Miami Christian. So, uh, but yeah, getting back to what you wanted to improve on. Oh, Ray Ray, that I mean that just that kind of resonates with me a lot because you don't hear that a lot from wide receivers, regardless of whether they're outside guys, inside guys, tall, big, small, short, whatever it doesn't matter. Like you don't hear a lot. I want to improve my blocking. And and I know, and I know you know this, Ray Ray. And I definitely want to get your take before D- I know DJ's got a question also, but uh Coach Gaddis is gonna demand a lot from his players, and he's gonna be so multiple, he's gonna do so many different things, he's gonna put you in an up op- in a in a position to be successful. But you got to, you gotta, I mean, listen, coming in, you're going to have some of the best running backs in the country back there that you're going to have to block for, even on screen passes. Whatever it is, you're going to have to do your part, especially blocking. That's a great way to get on the field as well, especially in an offense like this. Talk to me about what um, Coach Gaddis maybe or just the offense as a whole um, has said that you might possibly be doing, and you know what, what type of what type of offense they're going to run, but what how you're going to be uh, successful? How you're going to kind of fit in that offense?
0: Yeah, I mean, so I you know I went to Miami a, a couple of times, you know, visiting and things, and I mean every time you know I go down there, the way coach got to tell me he go use me, it always get better and better every time he explains it, and the ways that he want to use me, he want to get me on a lot of touch touch stuff like screens, jet sweeps, and he also want to do a lot of crosses with me because I got my speed. So just running away from dudes and just creating separation and getting to the open area. But, oh man, I mean, every time, like he showed me, he showed me that he broke down the film of how he'll use me on, you know, Saturdays and then how it translates to Sundays and actually some of the stuff that I do now in high school. So it all, you know, it all flows in one direction and that really stood out to me, you know, even on my official visit, like, the, the the way he planned on using me just really stuck out to me and it got it gets like every time we sit down and have that conversation it gets better and better in the ways you know he create in his mind and the ways he want to do and some of the stuff you know he was showing me from michigan and stuff but it really stood out because you know it's the same stuff these dudes doing on sunday and i mean if i could get you know a head starting college on huh, to so some of the stuff that these dudes doing in the NFL, when it's my time, it'll be because I'm used to it, you know, I'm going, and, okay, I did this in um college. So it won't be like it's something new, you know what I'm saying? So it's definitely pro style because the way he, the way the stuff, some of the lot of stuff that he was showing me, it's very similar to some of the stuff these dudes, like how to use, how the Dolphins use water and stuff. So, I mean, he definitely, you know, broke it down good with how he want to use me. So he definitely got an idea and, and a game plan when it comes to me getting in. That's awesome,
3: that's awesome. DJ, you
2: got something for Ray Ray? Yeah, I do. Hi Ray Ray, thanks for being on the show. Um, okay. My question is, you know, you have two good quarterbacks in this class and Jaden Rashada and, and Emory Williams. Have you had a chance to uh, connect with them and what are your thoughts in terms of how they play?
0: Oh man, yeah, I talked to, I actually seen Emory work out in person, but in um, Rashada, I seen him too. So. I mean, I didn't talk to these dudes multiple times on the phone, especially um Rashada. But I mean, the it's lights out the way they play. I mean, watching Emu um Remy will do the little, you know, he's just doing some stuff, some private workouts, and I'm watching them. And I mean, he just he got an arm, and he you know he he putting it out the deep balls on the money, very accurate. And I mean, same thing with Rashada. I mean, they they both is definitely lights out quarterbacks. So that's definitely good having you know two quarterbacks that could compete against each other and just make each other better throughout the whole process so i mean that that that's two great pickups that we got and and that's definitely gonna help me because i really know you know i got some quarterbacks that's gonna build me my <laughs> whole process so that definitely that's definitely was good on my behalf hey, Ray, Ray, let me uh, ask go ahead you.
3: go ahead go ahead no 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 go ahead i was gonna i was gonna i was gonna ask
4: him about you know your connection with this class because i know that every class kind of hangs together gets on the social media maybe talks to one another in private or so i mean have you besides the quarterbacks have you reached out to anybody else or they have they reached out to you because i know when you committed uh, a lot of the kids that have like the like bobby washington and robbie washington were excited and a lot of the other guys uh have the, have you reached out and you guys kind of uh, w- will it be something that you're gonna do this whole year is stay in contact with all these guys until you get on campus?
0: Oh yes, we we already in a group chat. Whoever commits, oh, nice. they get in the group chat. And we in a group chat, we talking, we 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 worrying about who we're gonna go get next. Man, as <laughs> soon as somebody commit, we in a group chat, we tell them, you know, congratulations, and we all, you know, in that chatting it up and laughing. But then next question be is who's going to get next? So we we still working, but all of us in the group chat. If you committed to the university, you're in the group chat with all the 2023 recruits that we in there and we definitely always talking and, and always conversating. Even them dudes trying to recruit each other to IMG, some of them that go to IMG. But <laughs> we we definitely in the group chat and we definitely keep communication that's awesome man
3: that's that's you, you kind of took my question blue but I, I love it that's that's exactly what i wanted to know and uh i think that's what all the canes fans want to know uh any final questions anything else for uh for uh ray ray blue uh DJ? No, well
4: i know that last year you had an opportunity to go to to niceville and play against the kid, Thomas, who everybody was looking at, one of the top players, uh, you know, in the country last year. And you've got an opportunity being in Miami-Dade County to to go against the best. I mean, the Centrals, the Northwesterns, the Carroll Cities. Uh, The one thing that, and you also with your seven-on-sevens, talk about the competition. Uh, that you play against? Because a lot of these kids, and I'm not going to mention any, any Arch Mannings or anybody like that, they don't play the, the, yeah. the competition that you do every single week, no matter who it is. I don't care who at yeah. Booker T. I mean, they all, everybody has talent down here. How has that helped you uh, as
0: far as getting better? Oh, man, it helped. it. Oh, man, that that's probably the number one ways of getting better down here because, I mean, every week you're going to go up against a dog. <laughs> And even if he's not as good as you, he got the mindset is, I'm not going to let this dude beat me. So every week you got to come to play. And I mean, that's, that's definitely the difference from South Florida and everywhere else. I mean, you even see it when we go on these cats and we go to places, these kids be sorry. Not that not none of them, but when you, when you leave, you know, South Florida, everybody else most of the time they either slow or they just can't play. So I mean, when we like with the 707 stuff, we went up the road, we was beating everybody and you come down here you really gotta play when you plan against the northwesters uh don't matter who you play you gotta you gotta definitely kind of play and it ain't no no taking no plays off of nothing. because these dudes trying to punch you in the mouth just like we trying to punch them in the mouth so i mean it's definitely that definitely helped me improve you know throughout high school i mean just who i gotta play every week you know and with coach luke every week we got we go have we go have a tough schedule no matter who we play we go, he go have no Western central, whoever he could get on there that's tough. He go try to put on that to get us prepared for the playoff. So, I mean, that, that really shaped me really, you know, when, with South Florida's on talent, even with the seven on seven stuff, you nice. know, you got other little places that, you know, how they guys or whatever, but we, everywhere you go is talented now. Yeah.
3: Last question uh, for you Ray Ray. Cause I know again, we appreciate you coming on then. Last question, what do you uh, want to, t- well, actually, what are the Hurricanes going to get in, in in Nathaniel, Ray, Ray, Joseph? And
0: what do you want to tell the Canes
3: fans as well?
0: I mean, they, Canes fans and, and the University of Miami go get a lot from me, whatever they need, that's what they go get. I mean, special teams, um, slot receiver outside, I could do it all. You know, I'm gonna go definitely play my role and do whatever it takes to help Miami get to the national championship. And I'm gonna go definitely keep recruiting. I'm gonna try to be a leader in this class and we definitely, we definitely go go get it popping. And we ain't done yet. So we ain't done yet. Miami rolling, we hot. And trust me, we'll have a national championship for y'all sooner or later. Nice
3: that's what I'm talking about again thank you so much thanks, Ray uh, Ray, Ray, for coming on the show man, and uh, thanks
1: and, and congratulations as well abs-
3: absolutely congratulations welcome to uh to the family and of course man you're always welcome to come on the show and uh wish you the best of luck this season and I uh, can't wait to see you in that orange or green my man yes
4: sir thank you you got it good dude great dude
3: oh what yeah. a great kid man what a great, great kid you got, awesome got everybody movie. hyped up huh she got great this family
4: already
1: man Look at this. Good. Great family, you know,
4: and that's the whole thing. His support at home has always been really, really good. Uh, And that's, and I mean, a very intelligent young man that gets it done in the classroom, too. So that's going to be another plus, just like when Restrepo was, uh, you know, recruited to know that that kid's going to be one of your better students is, is, is awfully nice as well. But Ray Ray's a confident young man. But I guess when you play like he does, you could be.
3: I love it. I love it though. No, I mean I mean the first, I know it sounds cliche sometimes, but the first thing that kind of stuck out to me was look, he's what, he's a five eight, five nine kid, he's a fast, he can blow the top off of, of a defense. The first thing he said was, Yeah, I gotta improve my blocking because I want to be a badass blocker. That's basically what he said. I'm like, okay, let's go. Like that, that to me is is the sign of 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 someone who number one is confident in his skill. Right. And number two knows, you know, what it's gonna take to be a successful college football player and and beyond right and then right you know just everything that he was talking about with with coach gaddis and how he wants to use them in, in multiple sets and, and different ways um but I mean, it was a I, crazy I
4: crazy it. setting up there jazz and when we were up in palm beach here's it?
3: Yeah. clemson
4: clemson and everybody kind of knew deep down that you know clemson was losing that grip because i mean you know we don't have to tell you about coach gaddis i mean he right. does He does what he does. He's a really, really good guy. And, you know, you're you're talking about size and stuff. I had an opportunity this last weekend. um, uh, Tutu Atwell hosted uh, an an event over at uh, Hadley Park, and Jalen Waddle was there. Let me tell you something. That guy's in his street clothes coming down the road. You think he's some little kid that just that he's in middle school. He's not big at all. And it just shows you look at how he uh, you know, made an impact with the Dolphins in his first year. So to me, Ray, Ray Ray Ray's a giant compared to him. So, <laughs> so you figure, you know, he's gonna really uh, and and just just me and the leader. And I didn't mean to steal your question, but no, but no. That, but that's an important thing, you know, to find Absolutely. out how they're communicating. Because if you remember that one class, I think the the and the twenty twenty one or the, cl- the twenty twenty class, that was a very tight knit group that came in obviously they didn't all stay together but i have a good feeling because all these guys are upper stars i mean you have you know i mean you have the kid washington who a lot of people are kind of overlooking i think that uh, you know having watched his dad and watched him play last year this kid's having him and ray ray on that team i mean they could lead the nation in, in returns because both of them could fly both of them are really really good so yeah i thought he was good i I just, you know, he's the type of kid that you need on your team because he's he's all Miami. He's all Miami, and that's important.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> those kids that what – you, what you said, Blue, like those kids that are in that chat, this is a different type of athlete, a different type of player. We're not right. talking about – and this is not a knock on the three-star kids or the – you know the little four-star kids, the kids that you know. Okay, hey, he committed. Cool, that's a nice commit. Like these are big, big-time guys. Most of them got a little bit of an ego, right? They're one of the top players in the country. Got a little bit of an ego. They want to be sharp. Iron sharpens iron, as cliche yeah. as that is. They they want to be around the same guys that have that same mentality, that same level of of you know, a dog or whatever you wanna call it, right? They wanna be around those guys because those are the guys that make them challenge themselves and wanna be better players, right? They don't wanna be, the, and I truly believe this, they don't wanna be the guy that is the smartest guy in the room. They don't wanna be the guy that's the baddest man in the room. They wanna be amongst other badasses, other top-notch blue chip athletes that are gonna be able to challenge them right back. And, and I hate to say this, but there's some guys that committed last week, there's that maybe weren't gonna fit that mold because there was some guys that were already, you know, kind of asserting their dominance and are saying, yo, these, these there you go, that's the perfect word, alphas, they're alphas. They wanted to assert their dominance and be like, we're alphas here, let's ride. You either with us, you're gonna play up to, you're gonna be up to this level or you're gonna get stomped all over, right? And maybe those guys need to go somewhere else. Whatever the case is, like, the guys that are in that chat right now are going to be able to come together, and this class is just going to be absolutely incredible moving yeah. forward. Look, we just got you know one of the top linebackers in the country yesterday in uh, 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 Raul Popo Aguirre. I, okay, first of all, can I say this, Blue? Maybe you can correct me. He's he's of Cuban descent, am I right? Yeah, he's from here. Right? Okay, okay, right. He's originally from here. Miami. Right? Can I call him Aguirre for the love of God? Aguirre is you, you need, need to say, call him a giri. Okay. I, 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 I hear I hear a lot of people calling a wire. I haven't, Aguirre.
1: Aguirre. No, I I haven't heard anyone Aguirre. say that. So I was like, Jess, what are you doing? I have, so I people have. Out. No, <laughs> I have. That's why. Like, These are my
3: people, bro. These are my people. It's like, a yeah, it to me. Don't bro. do that. I think
1: I okay. have a Cuban
4: born player, a Cuba, you know, C- of Cuban descent, man. You gotta be awfully proud. And yeah, yeah I call him a Giri. And then okay. that's yeah. all right. I don't care if his name is Aguire, his name is A Giri here. Okay, okay, because I think... of
1: the. I'm having flashbacks thing. To, to basketball in the 80s and 90s, if people remember. Wow, look <laughs> it's at like call, It's like calling Big O Al was...
3: Gary. It's a sugarai, bro. It's Azugaray. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, now, Come on, now. There,
1: there, there was this, this this basketball player in the 80s and 90s called Mark Aguirre is how yeah. everyone said his oh, name. Yep. And, and, and I didn't know Spanish when I was a kid, but like... After the fact, it was he was Panamanian and his 100% was Aguirre, and everyone just called him Aguirre. Maguire,
2: but, I'm like, yeah, but we've evolved
1: as a society. This kid's name is Aguirre. We're not, we're not calling him Aguirre.
3: It's Aguirre, bro. It's Aguirre. Raul, Raul Aguirre. I'm going to say it like that, like a true Cuban says it. There you Raul go. Raul Aguirre. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have him on the show. Blue, we got to get him on the show next Yeah, week. we'll
4: get him on that. We're working to get Coach Ponce on for next week, and he can talk about the quarterback room. Obviously, he can't talk about is Rashad. Is he Ponce or
3: is he Ponce? <laughs>
4: Well, you know what? His name is Ponce. Because, you know, when his wife, uh, who, who used to work on Channel 7 down here, and, and she's still in North Carolina, when she puts it on her social media, she puts it P-O-N-S-A-Y. So you're you're 100% cor- correct. It is awesome. Ponce. There Everybody calls him Ponce, so that's what I do. But his name is uh, Ponce. Frank Ponce.
1: And he, he can do like a Jim Larnega and, and you know, find, yeah, find yeah. his, his <laughs> roots now. back in Miami.
3: <laughs> wow, this conversation is gone. It's all going out. This, this is a, this
1: is a it. 100% Miami conversation. Absolutely,
3: right absolutely. Going back to Aguirre, uh, Blue, you've I'm sure you've gotten to yep. see uh, a lot of him also. Uh, obviously, and ori- originally from, from Miami. Um, family is very close with uh, with uh, Christobal and Maribol. Uh, as well, from Columbus, from the Columbus days, playing together, going to school together, all that. So obviously that had a role in the recruitment. Yes, and that's great, right? Family, you know what you're getting with, with Mario Cristobal. But this this kid is no slouch. He is, he is a dog. He is an animal playing up there in Georgia and Whitewater. Um, talk to me a little bit about what you see in a kid like Aguirre. Does he kind of compare to anybody that you've seen play before, whether it's at Miami or somewhere else?
4: aggressive sideline to sideline kid who plays against the run real well but he drops in the coverage which is something that miami in the past had with beason who who uh john beason who dropped into coverage really really well uh even glenn cook at the same time because glenn was very athletic uh, back in the day uh he's a tremendous tackler he's going to fill up the the stat sheets because of the fact that he's relentless and like i said he'll go sideline to sideline a great compliment to Wesley and some of the other kids that they're bringing in. Yeah, he's going to hit the field quick because of his ability uh, to drop into coverage because you know that when offensive coordinators play Miami a lot of times, uh, they're, they're, they are they're have a tendency, uh, you know, to, to look at what Miami did, especially their linebacking core last year. You see when Quarterman and and uh, Pinkney were here. It was different because they could slide back into coverage. They were big enough to play the run. They were almost outside linebackers who were playing interior. But that's the one thing about him that I noticed right away. He almost plays the position like a safety with linebacker size. It, sort of like a, uh, you know, I mean, that's what. It, and I'm watching more and more of of uh, Bobby Washington now, uh, you know, and seeing seeing more of his film. I saw him play live a couple of times last year, but he. I think he was lost in, in in the position that they had him in and sometimes people don't realize that kids will flourish if they're in a if they're in a position that fits them more and i think it's who you surround yourself with uh and uh at killian he was surrounded by Stan Quan clark who's another kid i hope miami kind of kind of leans in towards a uh, tremendous football talent a kid who reminds me a lot of sean spence who i had an opportunity to see over the weekend I wish Sean Stenz- Spence when he was playing here was as big as he is now. Um, but uh, yeah. But he's yeah, he's a kid that definitely a position of need. I mean, immediate need. When he comes in, he's gonna be in that depth chart. He has to be. We don't have that many quality linebackers at that spot.
3: Amen to that. Um DJ, you were able to put something up on on aguirre as well uh talk to him a little bit about what you saw from from uh the linebacker
2: i saw a linebacker that was very good in terms of identifying the play he has a good speed burst uh particularly in the you know defending the run game and in short yardage situations i think he'll be a very good he's a very good linebacker overall don't get me wrong but i think he'll be especially good in red zone situations um when opposing teams March down the field he has the ability to burst quickly and he is a physical player um, This is something we saw you know with the corners and You know the linebackers the physical part of their game Seems to be what Miami wants for an identity on defense and and Aguirre fits the mold um, you know he is going to be a very solid player and and you know, it just keeps adding to what has been an incredible month overall for this program in terms of recruiting. Like I feel like I'm writing stories every day now. It's pretty, pretty crazy. <laughs> Keep it coming, baby. Keep Absolutely. it coming.
3: Um Blue, would you say comparison? Kane comparison is uh who John Beeson? Is that who you were? Comparing? Yeah,
4: you know, I mean he plays that same game as John did, you know, and remember John was a very athletic guy. In fact, Georgia was recruiting him at a running back position. So but it that's the one thing that that Aguirre uh, reminds me of the most because uh, he's very athletic and he's uh, he's got a tremendous motor. I mean, I watch him, you watch him play after play after play, and even if he's taken out of a play, even if you know he gets double teamed or should you know sh- should maybe take the wrong you know takes the wrong lane he always gets back in it real quick he's a prideful guy and i love those type of guys that come back if they make a mistake that'll come back and follow up the play and i'm sure danny when you were watching the film you saw there was a couple of times where he was taken out of place but what happened was he got off his butt and then followed it right back up and ended up making the tackle or being one of the guys as an assist so you can't teach that that's instinctual that's something that comes from within i mean you could teach people that but you know, unless you've done that and you have that inside your in inside your head, you're, you know, you're not
3: gonna do it consistently. We went to that. Um, look, Blue, <clears throat> there's been a lot of talk about, you know, all these uh, you know, guys that are gonna be committing soon. And uh, DJ we'll talk to we'll will kind of ask you in a second, you know, some of the guys that some some people have mentioned in the chat already. But um Mark, Mark brings up a good question, you know, definitely want to get and you know, I kind of want to get this from from vision from DJ as well. You know, the, what, what you thought about big shout out to flow flow daddy in the house. What's going on flow? Flo? Um, Flo? How do you think uh, Mario has done up to this point? Uh, not only recruiting, but just overall as the head honcho of this program?
4: Yeah. Well, I could answer that by saying he's, he's real. I mean, what's not to like, I mean, he's energetic. Uh, you saw during his press conference at legends where, uh, you know, the media feel free and feel, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna take shots at Manny or anybody else. But there's a lot of times where you're almost timid to ask you know, them questions. But with him, he wants you to ask questions. He wants to be transparent. He wants this program, as you could see, He wants everybody to understand what he does, uh, why he does it, and he's not afraid to tell you. And I think he's done an awesome job uh, from a political, from a public relations standpoint, uh, from a talent evaluation standpoint. And I think the biggest thing, and I talked to Charlie Strong about this, his hiring. I mean come on guys look at who he hired in such a short span of time and he's going to hit on all of them because all of them bring amazing strengths to the game and i think that when you surround yourself with like-minded people and it was funny because uh we were i think it was coach strong and i were at one of the games and one of the coaches from another school was was saying well you know we do this and that and we're out of there by two and and charlie goes two in the morning (laughs) And he says, no, two in the afternoon, he goes, oh, man, he goes, that ain't happening where I'm at. And that's the thing. Mario wants the work ethic. And, and he wants you there, you know, whatever you're doing to, to study film, to, you know, to, to help people game plan. And that's going to be the best thing in the world. I'd love to be on the wall, a fly on the wall. Uh, during any game week because i want to see how they game plan because there's going to be a lot of great uh minds out there throwing out a lot of stuff so i like that and i i think that's so essential and just to answer your question i think he's done an awesome job
3: amen to that facts on that um real quick uh dj i want to kind of get to you yeah uh anthony i you know i haven't heard a lot of that i have heard some other stuff with regards to the tight end position that uh you know listen three tight ends is a lot of tight ends in the class so uh we'll see what happens at that position but i don't know if any of those i don't know if any of those guys are going to move to no the offensive uh, offensive line they're they're all three of them are really talented tight ends yeah. uh, and uh, I think they're they're going to be better off at, at that position anyways.
4: Reed McKeska um, would probably be the guy if anybody because he's right. a little bulkier uh, but I still think if you watch him play this this cat is he's he's special now I could see maybe them going to uh, edge you know uh, you know maybe go moving on the other side because a lot of them do play both ways so well jackson carver plays so. both ways if i'm not
3: mistaken yeah
4: yeah right. both, a lot of them play both ways because yeah. they're at smaller schools right and right. Uh, same thing with williams williams was at a smaller school I, and the one thing is is i think if you're a hurricane fan get img schedule and if you get a chance to go uh, you know see one of the games just you know it's like three hours away bradenton you know maybe to make a make a saturday a Friday out of it and go up and watch the, these guys plays because never has Miami had so many uh, commitments from this school you know they had redding that one year and they've had one or two kids here and there but i'm telling you you, you now that way you can see you know what what uh, um Maui goa looks like you know against some of the competition that they play and in and, and the way that williams catches the ball because i think that you guys are going to be really, really impressed with with this kid. I mean, because I I watched the you know some of his his tape from Oregon, and I know the a uh, couple of coaches, a coach out there, and they've all told me they go, this kid, this kid is a first round pick in the NFL, and you can't you can't dispel it when these guys have been watching the kid since he was eleven years old, and they've watched his growth and maturity. So Miami has those dudes that you know that are going to help uh, the program get back in that first round. Uh, you know, they the way they were for so many years and and had all that talent. but uh, yeah, i'm I'm excited about that. But to answer the question, i I don't think you' got any uh, immediate moves. You know, you have uh, you know Arroyo who's gonna pick up right after uh, will leaves, and then you still have mamorelli and um, and uh, what's his name? The other kid that they got last year was really, really good as well. so, it doesn't hurt to have four or five capable guys because you can go to double tight end sets, uh, you know, a lot of times and and really hurt the the opposition because all of them are capable not only blocking but catching the ball as well.
3: Amen to that. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in that tight end position. Um, Really quick before we got to get out of here, DJ, talk to me about a couple of the guys that we can – that the Kings are, uh, you know, are – I guess, close to, to having on their on their team, right? Some of the guys that are gonna be committing soon, some of these high school kids. Uh, talk to me about some of the kids that have set some dates up or are looking to uh, pull the trigger soon.
2: Well, one of the kids I'm looking at, and I was looking at his crystal balls uh, earlier today was Samson Okanola. Uh, he's been getting some traction to Miami. He's going to visit the school on Friday, along with names like Cormani McLean and Joel Agüero, I, I know uh, Miami's been in a battle with Florida for for uh, McLean, and all the crystal balls right now are you know trending to Florida, but that doesn't mean Miami's out of it. As we know, Mario always gets the last word, the last visit. So we'll see uh, what happens there, and then. I believe there is 11 visitors in total this coming Friday or 11 visitors I believe this coming Friday if I'm not mistaken but I'll have to double check on that and um, I could see Oakland Oakland Lola being a commit relatively soon Um, usually when high confidence crystal balls get put in there is an announcement to follow soon after again that's entirely up to the you know prospect or the recruit but things are looking good at this point and he's been trending to Miami for quite some time now
3: yeah I think some of the guys you got to keep an eye on are, are clearly Samson <clears throat> so having having Okalola and uh, Mariogoa on this team at the book book bookend tackles that would be absolutely dangerous Um also, Alaus Allen is another kid that uh, will be down in Florida very soon again, uh, down in Miami, uh, hopefully. And, uh, of course, Carmani McLean. Um, Jaden Bonsu is another kid, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, that the staff is looking really hard on. And, and Miami seems to be in a good position with him as well. So I think that uh, you've got some really great names out there. You've got some wide receivers. Tommy Kindler, too, I was yeah, going to say. Tom, I don't know right. what he's going to commit, but. Uh, I think he's going to come in during the <laughs> towards the end of the end of the month, um, and you got some wide receivers. Listen, William Fowles um, is a very, very, very talented player that not not enough people talk about, uh, and I think he's he's a possibility to be a part of this program. Um, and of course, Hykeem Williams, everybody knows about also. So, uh, Malik Bryant forgot to mention Malik Bryant. Did you mention Malik Bryant, DJ Malik Bryant? Uh, that seems to be a really tight battle between Miami and Florida right now. Uh, so I think that we're going to be watching all of these, and I know that uh, DJ and Larry will have uh, some info for you on some of these players as well. Look out for some possible extra content on the podcast uh, this week, if not next week, uh, with myself and with Larry Bluestein on there. You guys can check us out here every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. on the Six Rings Cane Show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Six Rings Canes. Six Ring Canes, excuse me six ring canes you can also check out the podcast uh just go to wherever you listen to a podcast and search six ring canes podcast uh in google as well you'll be able to find this there um make sure oh big shout out we got to give the dono hey dollar 99 we'll take it bro blue fouls or hakeem who you got i guess you gotta hakeem. answer this question. I, I mean who do
4: i have as a better prospect
3: yeah who do you want yeah hakeem, hakeem, or fouls? Is,
4: a, hakeem is our third top player in the state of florida uh, so fouls a little bit down on the ladder but I mean, he. I mean, if 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 fouls or a Hakeem moves on to somewhere else, you get fouls. Nice. I mean, but he's he's no slouch. But Hakeem's the deal, and uh, you know he's really uh, nobody I've seen. You know, he was a basketball guy, and then all of a sudden now he's a top prospect. Got a chance to watch him last Saturday and Sunday at Bulls seven on sevens. Uh, he turned it on for everybody. All the the recruiting guys, uh, the analysts that were there last week just just in case they didn't believe in him uh he kind of torched a couple of really really good teams nice
3: nice 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 um and that question anthony just to uh go back to it samson transferring to img academy i don't know i don't know um i I really don't care where he plays he's a stud so if he wants to stay where he's at let him stay where he's at um and we'll you know we'll see what happens as long as uh, as long as he's wearing the orange and green next year uh, again, make sure you follow us. Uh, check us out every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. right here on the 5 Reasons Sports uh, YouTube network. Check us out on Twitter, at Six Rings Canes. And, of course, on the podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Check us out, uh, Six Rings Canes podcast on Google as well. That's it for us, Vish, DJ, Larry. Awesome show. Thank you to Ray Ray Joseph for coming on as well. Yes. Make sure you stick around as we got... Uh, hitting the apex our f1 show coming up after this and uh we might get we might get blue on there to talk formula one at (laughs) one point (laughs) busy night busy night absolutely absolutely thank you everybody for for tuning in and we'll see you guys next wednesday go canes
0: everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet-o-fish sandwich all day